This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash teamready. scores uh the average is typically one or two under par like your your most common single round scores are your 70s your 70s sergio has been like ah i can't wait to leave this place And welcome in everyone. Tuesday night here again. We're an hour later than normal. It's nine o'clock instead of eight o'clock. But hey, we pivot on this show. That's what we do. And uh, speaking of pivot, look, we are wrapping up the PGA season today. Uh, well, we wrapped it up already, but we're going to talk about the wrap up of it here tonight. Uh, but before we get into that, as always, Mr. Bud Copeland, welcome to the studio. What's shaking, folks? Thanks for, for for our throngs of fans who waited the extra hour for us to go live. I appreciate it. Uh, Daddy daycare there. flying solo with my sugar mama in the city tonight. So I had to uh, – it was a battle. It was a struggle, man. Cooper Rose turned two, and all of a sudden she has opinions and and, and thinks – well, she is in charge, let's be honest. But uh, like you said, it's – exciting times because we got we got the good news last last week we're going to be we're going to be out in bolton mass part be. of the part of the crowds at the live golf international which i like the intro there because um i stand by my words sergio threw a tantrum he yeah. did get kind of screwed over on that countdown and everything but i mean let's be honest it's how you it's how you uh, conduct yourself in the bad times too so yes. it's going to be fun to get out there um say hey to some folks shake some hands Meet some people, spread the the belly up and the and the uh, divots and pivots love, and and uh, and really kind of see what this feeling is all about. I've got 
we'll get into it in a minute. Obviously, we got we got some we got some tidying up to do before there's that nice little short hiatus, and we go you back do. to whatever whatever the hell the PGA Tour is doing. Like I don't know <laughs> I don't know which season we're about to enter. I know we're going to have a little bit of a gap. People are bitching about Wentworth because there's going to be some live guys at a DP Tour event and whatever. And I'm already off the rails. Um, that's what a two year old will do to you. But uh, as yeah. you said at the top. We got some stuff to tidy up on the tour, and then we've got some stuff to look forward to uh, with Liv. And I'm chomping at the bit to to get the feeling. Everybody says, you know, it's mm-hmm. a vibe, it's a scene, and that's what they were going for. They want a little party, a little little competition, a little professional golf, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to get out there and see what happens because there's not there is no tour. There's nothing competing. It's not like there's anything yep. going on this weekend. Um, in, in that world of golf, I mean, obviously the LPGA tour is still cruising and before we circle back and actually, you know, start having a show, if you're joining <laughs> us now, thanks shows are already in progress. Obviously the, uh, first of all, Jill McGill won the U S senior women's open or U S senior women's amateur. I can't remember which one U S senior women's open. She won the third time. Any anytime you can claim three championships, of a national that yeah i mean it's come on but um joanne it's it's carner not garner i always think of james garner the actor wonderful work in maverick with mel gibson and jodie foster it's a phenomenal movie go back and watch it clint black does some great music for it too it's about like 30 years old um (laughs) but joanne carner at 83 shoots her age for like the fifth or sixth row or whatever in the U S senior <laughs> open. So there's some pretty cool stuff going on in the world yeah. of golf. And for a, a hot minute, this upcoming Friday, we are going to be at the nexus at the center. Yeah. And I was reflecting on it with a friend of mine who's over in Scotland and uh, we were talking golf and I was like, it is kind of cool. If you think about this, we don't know where this could go. USFL yeah. in the early eighties could have been the next big thing. And it fizzled mm-hmm. out. This could be the next big thing. It could fizzle out. I don't. I don't like to make predictions because been everybody's been wrong. Everybody's yeah. been wrong. That's the nature of this work. But um, it it, it it could be something huge, and we could be there and, and get to look back and say like we were at ground zero at this huge inflection point in uh, yeah. in the world of golf. And so it's kind of cool to be around the, the world's biggest sports story this weekend. Well, I, and you know what? I, it's funny that you bring that up because I I had commented on um, another. Uh, content providers um twitter earlier today or it might you know sorry it was yesterday uh he was another content i like how you said it <laughs> f those guys Sit, no, and name, I, I just don't want to mess his, shall not be named no i get you i, I just don't want to mess his name up i think it's uh brian kirshner um okay yeah, yeah, yeah i've talked to him before i've been in some dk competitions with him before a good guy uh but he he put a post out there saying that um that he thinks it's it's pretty clear that he's not handling pga tour uh, no PGA Tour golf this week, um, but you know, Liv. He said, "Why the fuck hasn't Liv made an announcement yet of the new gets ahead uh, for the Liv Boston this weekend?" This is obviously the other day, so we hadn't heard about all your cameras, which we knew about cameras, but we didn't get the full list of names of guys who were doing as we say the mass exodus now. So I just commented, and said, "Oh well, I'll let you know what the feel is down there. You know, we're gonna be there." It's, it's got someone commented so go, and just said, "Why?" To to well, my comment. It, like why why, why, why we're going, we going? To, to cover it? And I just said, you know, I simply said something along the lines of like, well, I mean, it's you know, it's a major story in the golf world right now, and as someone who wants I, to make it in this industry, like, why would I not go cover this and talk about this? <laughs> and his re- his response though was that, oh yeah, Schwartz, Grace, and Stenson don't shout relevance to me. 
And I'm like, okay. okay, fine. I said, I agree. So then I listed off all the major champion winners that are also in the field. And I was like, I, I mean, I can get like, like, But like you said, this is the biggest golf story as a whole outside of an individual player. And it's the biggest thing really since the WGCs. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Since they brought that in to, you know, shake it up a little bit. Which, ironically enough, some of that format is getting sprinkled about. And uh, everything about Phil see, Phil is redeemed. You know, the PGA Tour yeah. came out with all their changes. And see, Phil was right all along. No, I think we've gone back to, I think, I don't think Phil was an asshole about it or anything. I think a lot of things just kind of, the stars aligned in a bad way where the you know, the book came out and the interview was leaked and, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like, damn, you know, you, you, you expect certain conversations to be, to be, you know, maybe off the record. Who knows? I mean, I'm not, I would never, I would never in a million years fault my friend, a uh, close friend and fan of the show, Alan Shipnuck, actually the fire pit collective, <laughs> what they started is pretty dope. Not to mention yeah. other content providers, but now I see why you did that. You <laughs> want to be a class act because we are classy here at divots and pivots. But, um, it's just the fact that it all came out and how it came out. It matters, man. I mean, yeah. if you, you can drink a gallon of water, you know, one cup at a time slowly and you're fine, or you can try to shotgun it and you might shock your system and kill yourself. It's a, uh, which is a true story. You can look up people who like drink water too fast in competitions and it like shocks them or something. Mm-hmm. You can actually drink too much water. So maybe Phil, maybe Phil was clumsy about it. Maybe he was a little too loose lipped because you know, he is kind of a shoot from the hip kind of guy. Maybe he did get a little too big for his britches. He even admitted himself. He did a lot of work on him and perspective yeah. and whatnot. So to Joe shit, the Ragman going, why doesn't speak relevance? <laughs> My question to him is fair enough, man. I make me jealous. What are you going to be doing while I'm inside the ropes at live golf, you know, staring at world number ones sitting there hitting a the ball. Yeah. Like, I mean, what and look, you got you got court side, you got court side at the at the at a Lakers game that I don't know about. And well, and I'm not gonna stress out. Like this is something both you and I want to do. Like we don't want to just be doing this at nine o'clock, eight o'clock at night on Tuesday night. Like we we would love to as someday somewhere down the road do this full oh, time. Whoa, whoa, you got ahead of yourself. I didn't know this was part of the deal. I've I've <laughs> I've allotted one. I've allotted seventy five minutes of my no. I get I get oh, where you're going. Your, con- your contract is up. Okay, I get it. Um, but. <laughs> But what Damn I'm saying interns. is, like, but but if if we like, as someone who has excitement for this, of course, I'm going to get up and excited to have a chance to step out there alongside these, you know, some of them legends, some of them up and comers. Like, there's a whole mix of guys, and yeah, sure, we talk about how we are still more so in favor of the PGA as a whole and the history and all that. We've we've talked about that, but we've also been open to the idea that you know maybe this the live tour is going to offer something that it may stay around, it may not, but it's going to offer a new perspective to the world of golf. And how, why wouldn't we be excited to go out there and look at it? What's, what's hilarious about it is, um, what do you mean? Why? Because it's relevant. <laughs> it's a sports story. It I don't like, I just don't get that way. You know, people who try to snarkily be like, okay, you know, the sarcasm that comes across, mm-hmm. what are you trying to, I don't, the thing about Billy Horschel gave a very pat, like kind of, I mean, real, like right after the FedEx cup is over sure real did. interview. <laughs> where he talked about, you know, Cam Smith. And he's like, I love that kid. Like he was like tearing up. He's like, and, and, and if this happens, he's like, I'm going to miss my fishing buddy. We got to remember these are human beings. They're making business decisions. Harold yeah. Varner Jr. The third came sure. out with his statement. He said, you know, basically too much, too, too good of a business opportunity for my family and my goals in life to pass up there. 
Get it. For some of these people, there are things that are bigger than majors. There are things that are bigger than wins because they're doing different kinds of math. I think of like guys like Nick Chubb or Tim Tebow who sure. have had massive – I mean, they're, they're all world you know, athletes and football players, but you ask them what their purpose is, and Nick Chubb wants to retire in a few years, go back to Chubbtown, and you know, help grow his community that his family started. Tim mm-hmm. Tebow is going to be saving the world for the rest of his life. Sure. Um, football was, a, you know, was on the way. So everybody's got their path and their destination. And for these 48 dudes, you know, there are seven world number ones. There's the, you know, a bunch of major winners. There's some up and comers. Um, you think about how much great golf exists and maybe it has been hiding. Maybe this is going to free some of it up in an odd way. It automatically grows the game again, whether it's pretty or not, it's kind of like, you know, tossing a boulder into a pond. It's gonna. It, there's gonna be ripple effects, and whether mm-hmm. or not that has permanent, uh, you know, permanent repercussions or not, we'll see. But it's not like there's a bunch of, you know, I, I get it. You know, Cam Smith came out and wants to spend more time in Australia, and you know, the money obviously is like, how do I turn down an offer like this? So, you know, it's easy for Twitter, you know, Twitter Joe and Sarah to be out there, you know, lobbing mortars, going, I would never. I would. Sure. I mean, it, it's 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 tough. It's so tough. And, you know, to the families who want to who want to protest, you know, because I th- there was somebody the other day and I think I used this on a recent show um, who's having a similar conversation about virtue signaling through actions and, you know, who you choose to employ and do. And all, all, all he asked the person was, do you have an iPhone? Exactly. And they were like, yeah. well, yeah, he goes, then shut the fuck up because, yeah. it, you know, the whole or, or, or goes back all to- that stuff away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if that's you, do you? But don't yeah. you know ye without sin, and, and when you're in glass houses, you know that kind of thing. Exactly. I, I feel that way because my whole thing about live has been it's just fun to watch. These guys are excellent, and they're incredible at what they do. And mm-hmm. like I said before, if I was in Washington Square or whatever it is in New York City, where like the world class chess hustlers are, I'll park my ass there for two hours with a with a coffee just to watch because oh, I don't yeah. anybody. I'll watch anybody do anything at a world-class level. I watched the hell out of the Queen's Gambit. That was a fantastic show. (laughs) My little brother, 19 years old, my little brother-in-law went and got a pawn tattooed on his wrist. And um, I normally don't judge, but he's family, so I can. I did tell him. I was like, that was the (laughs) He, um, The Queen's Gambit was good. That was good. The Queen's Gambit was real good. Speaking of, actually, there's no way to soft transition that back to Rory. Let's just go back to no, the Veterans Cup because we're elbow deep in live. And yeah, uh, let's 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 cycle back for for a hot minute, and we'll get back to the excitement of live for well, excitement for us because we'll be there on ground level, like you said. God, my allergies have been absolutely murdering me these last few days. Um, uh, look, I don't think it. I don't think the PGA would have preferred. It, from the standpoint of PGA versus Liv, if that's how they're looking at it, Rory winning was the perfect ending oh, for them because he's been the most out, outspoken. He's been like the their their you know he's the face of the tour. He's, the, out, he's I mean, the face of the tour. Yeah, and so him to come out and win, like I'm sure they love that. But look, he played some phenomenal golf over the last few months. Like he was lights out for sure. a while there. Yeah. He had a few a few rounds here or there where and you know Asu played played him in DFS you know grumbled about him here and there a little bit but on the rea- on, on the whole of a golfer's performance he was money he deserved it 
Yeah, I mean, and he also another Varden Trophy, four-time winner, lowest scoring average. And the only other people who've had a scoring average in his neighborhood were Tiger, who did it like 19 times. And then Vijay Singh, everybody else has been, you know, higher. So, I mean, like you said, and he was class act. He went and, you know, apologized to Scotty Scheffler's family. And, you know, they were so Mm -hmm. sweet. Scotty's wife was like, you played amazing. Scotty's, you know, it was a really cool, it it was a gentlemanly scene. It does remind you that, there okay not to go back into the other area but i mean when when there is a little extra on the line or tradition again pga tour has been around forever give live some time maybe it grows to that point maybe these tournaments take on this kind of meaning yeah. uh but in the moment there it was it was amazing i mean he i saw a clip on pga tour's social media where a producer asked him while he was signing signing uh autographs by the way i know i probably sound great like i said my allergies are just freaking <laughs> killing me but he's sitting there signing uh flags and one of the yeah. producer you know from social media just says you know how many strokes back were you again i started the day six back uh you know he's like i was six back after the first hole or something like that or going to the first hole yeah. and then the producer reminded him because yeah then you were also 10 back after three that's another part where i was like oh my god yeah he started six <laughs> yeah scotty made you know it, it, it was yeah. gonna be real ugly there, real quick and then just 11 one putts just turn 11 on. one putts and scotty shoots two three over and that was the ball game yeah um but look a lot of guys great. that we talked about being right there were right there you know we talked about sunday and we talked about xander and rory like we, we look uh, i'm pumped from max homa too finishing top five like max that homa was, that, I, I, that was a yeah I, I just love max homa i saw he celebrated uh the, the following day he went out to the um what's it elijah craig the whiskey uh, the distillery there, and yeah, he did a photo shoot with them and a little PR thing with them. So, you know, it's good awesome. for Max Homa for uh, for really making a name for himself here over the past year or two. Like, I, I love me some Max Homa. Uh, speaking of somebody who <laughs> – Yeah, there it is. <laughs> God, I had to, had, to, had to get something to just kind of flush this out. Cam Young, I like Cam Young comes yeah. out and says after a lot of de- you know thinking about it, I'm going to stick around. He's another one who had a decent mm-hmm. season, great finish. He's another friend of the friend of the show, uh, friend of the show, yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> Rory had a great dig about his win too. You know, he's like, it is nice when you take the lead on the 70th hole of a tournament. He goes, or maybe the 52nd if you play somewhere else, which I thought was a funny little joke. Um, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> kind of I didn't, I didn't hear that one, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he. He did, you know, you, you hang around, hang around, hang around, hang around. And it just goes to show how effing hard it is to win these golf tournaments. Even if, even if you're spotted, you know, however many shots Scotty was spotted and then he had that huge cushion. It's a tough game. It's a tough thing, way to finish. Uh, in the end, you could not have written a better finish. You know, the de facto alpha, whenever Tiger is not around, uh, wins comes from behind, barely or, ekes out a win over the or next. Ricky, because you know Ricky's Tiger's number two now. So. <laughs> oh, God, I hope Ricky. I want to know where he landed. I know he made the FedEx Cup playoffs, but I don't know how they're doing their whole uh, tour have... card exemptions. Oh yeah, uh, true. Yeah, I don't know about that either. I don't know. I yeah, because they they did say there's. I mean they they're still maintaining the other rankings, probably for legal reasons. They have to because those guys are still going to get bonused. Uh, like I'm pretty sure some of those live guys who finished and qualified still are entitled to, to those bonuses that they earned. They just mm-hmm. don't get to go compete. So we finished one twenty third in the final FedEx Cup standings, but that was after they removed the live guys. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Is I yeah, don't know yeah. if he has. Oh no, I get what you're saying. Year. Yeah, just yeah. how it's going to all play out in the end. Um, 
but yeah, so that's you know that was the that was the the tour championship. And and look, what what talking about being up and and having a comfortable lead. Uh, you came into this final week on our little DraftKings back and forth with what, like a two hundred point lead or something like that. Um, Insurmountable is the way it was yeah. pronounced. How did you do? What was your score? Because we actually we forgot to actually have the challenge against each other so that we could watch each other's scores. Uh, I forgot to send that over to you, so I don't have no clue how you scored it. As, as you look see. it up, we'll just, uh, and I'll fill the space because look, I I'm you know I forget which one I even sent you uh for which lineup i was going to play because like i said i played like 19 oh then i'm just gonna lie and said i had a bajillion points <laughs> all i know is that i can tell you for sure that my top lineup out of all those lineups scored uh 607 oh mine was 608 no um <laughs> five five seventeen and a half so okay uh, so even, regardless even i cheating, think i held I still on don't win <laughs> yeah but but i mean we got another season just around the corner i'm curious yes. Is DK doing anything for? Are they doing? Is there fantasy for live? Let me just Have you so seen let it? me let me pull that up before. Um, I don't. There is not. There is not no. Um, and I don't think I've seen it to this point either. So, oh wait, no, they're hold on. They have live tour showdowns. I know. So why isn't it up here? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Okay. So they have. So they just do. Um. They just. So they do. They just do one round showdown lineups though. Okay, but I'm assuming you can't pick. You can pick your golfers now, even though they have. So it's not going to. It's just they're just going the individual golfer base. They're not going the same kind of format as where the teams matter, because you know the, the live format. You know the top only your top, your two best scores on the team count like in round one, and then or however it's broken down, and then once you move on to the yeah, next... Yeah, we should probably learn about that the top go three out. scores That's the other like thing. That. It's confusing. I just want to see good golf. And, and <laughs> you know, does the, low, does the low golfer... I guess when it comes to the individual side of it, it doesn't matter but, all that BS. The low person... But, but let's, take but let's talk that. about this, because from a DK standpoint, for, say this was just your random, you know, early spring, early summer tournament on the PGA for a DK contest... We would look at this player field and say, "All right, there's some meat on this bone." When because you can know you got you got DJ, you got Cameron Smith, Taylor Gooch, Neiman, DeChambeau, Casey Ustase, and Kepka, like Sergio Reed, like all these guys are on the first page of your DK roster options. You know, for a normal PGA tournament, we'd be looking to say, "Okay, we can we can do something with this this week." I don't look at it as any different than the live. Yes, the field is smaller, but if you're gonna play fantasy golf for a live this week is options and then once you look at you know once you find out who guys are playing with on a team that could affect how some of these guys play and we know so far that you know some of the the lesser known guys are coming out and winning these tournaments there's value out there you just gotta find it i think there's money to be made on the live tour because i don't think a lot of people are playing it on dk yet is what i'm trying to get at oh for oh for sure for sure I'm stuck on – there was something that was bugging me about the format because I do like the shotgun style, everybody out there at the same time. I think it's kind of cool and unique. But I don't like it for all three days because come okay. Sunday, I want to know where the final putt's going to be. That's I want to know where the, the potential for that is. Um, I mean, you could be sitting there on the seventh hole and – because three other people do some weird stuff. So, I mean, all of a sudden that putt rate. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it other than 
watching Scotty and Rory come down the back nine and knowing exactly where to have your focus because, you know, now in the era of digital, that's, I'm thinking of the live, the live uh, experience, right? Like yeah. on site, because obviously oh, yeah. in a TV truck, they have enough production. They can get savvy enough to start flying around with their shots and say, course, this is it, yeah. folks, you know, right here. And that's actually what I think they're going for is to try to lean into that simultaneous mm-hmm. uh, action instead of everybody take your turn and let the pressure mount. I'd be curious to ask some of the some of the guys, maybe if we can maybe if we can get to somebody who's won, um, you know, Hendrick Stinson or, you know, who, who won was it? Is, Charles Schwartz, Schwartzelman. I know Brandon Grace is one. Uh, yeah, well, I, and I think that's what the the guy on Twitter was getting. He was listening to winners. So it was Schwartzel, it was Stenson, it was Grace. Um, I right. I mean, which, by the way, I think those are all major winners, too. No, Brandon Grace didn't win a major. He just shot like 62 or 63. Yeah, Grace didn't, but, but anyway, Stenson and Schwartzel, yeah. From a player's perspective, the winner's. Uh, how, what was that like? What hole did you finish on? You know, you're sitting there standing yeah. over a four footer on the sixth hole. Cause you shotgun start it. Um, they obviously reset and I'm sure the leaders go off on one on the final day. So you might be in a position, I'm sure mm-hmm. to, you know, it's not, it's not just gonna be random. They probably do reset according to score and the leaders go off on one. And if you're, you know, bottom goes off on 18, well, and, and, that still doesn't guarantee you, you know, that's where that finish is going to be. Somebody goes nuts out and, and all of a sudden now the action's on, hole six because somebody shot 59 it's like whoa well and things and there's also a, a different experience from the player from, on in live from the player winning standpoint that the, the enjoying of the winning experience to where you know when you finish on 18th and the scorer's tent is right there and you immediately walk through the crowd to go get your scores like literally as you're signing your scorecard knowing you just won a tournament you can still hear the crowd roaring for you right outside the tent like this the atmosphere is all there do you think that say you finish out on hole six or you know thirteen furthest away you can be from the clubhouse and the scorers tent, and you got to make your way back? Do you think you lose some of that excitement along the way? Does it get a little anticlimactic as a winner? If if I'm if I'm running the if I'm running the the customer experience basically if I'm running the live event, yeah. I ensure that wherever that champion finishes. We have some sort of like golf cart parade escort. It's you know it's sure. ticker tape. It's now you, know, you be... try to find that you try to find that way because there's there's video boards everywhere. There's lights yeah. and laser shows and stuff. You don't, Maybe you don't you want have... the winner taking fifteen minutes to walk back. Like <laughs> nobody's walking. I don't know if you. Uh, uh, it's actually it's pretty dope. It was kind of a cool scene when they did it in London because they used. They actually used uh, like cabs, like the black cabs, the London cabs. Oh yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to shuttle to shuttle the players and everybody. I'm sure at um, I'm sure at the international out in Bolton, it's going to be you know just an army of golf carts, right? You know, especially those four seaters maybe taking the, taking the, the the players and their caddies out to their starting positions, and that's how they finish yeah. too, right? Everybody just hop on a cart and go back in. My point is, if if you're not on 18, you know, just making I, I, I that would be that would be my goal. And maybe it would be more fun now that I'm saying it would piss me off at first. Maybe it would be more fun to not necessarily have it lined up and have it be a random draw, even having the, you know, Oh, you're the leader, but yeah, you're still going off on eight. The question yeah. I really want to ask those guys is how, what, and I'll be shocked if anybody would be willing. Cause I, 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 I doubt they like doing the whole comparison thing. Who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe they enjoy saying, yeah, that's why I left because these are pretty dope. Um, yeah. Look, if the live isn't doing this for the players, then they're not living. 
Those things, those things are dope. <laughs> Just let them ride this thing around the course. Let them have some fun. <laughs> let the caddies ride that around the course. Yeah, I would love that. I would love seeing that. Matt, because you know what it would be great seeing John Daly popping a wheelie out there on one of these if he if he could. As as Bud The only thing face. John Daly God, <laughs> only thing John Daly is popping is tabs on Diet Coke and Coors Light and Miller yes. Light cans. I've been um, seeing so much uh, John Daly TikTok content. It's fantastic. I just love it. He owns I'm it. There for he's it. gonna he's, he's gonna be the next he's gonna be the next big thing again. Yes, uh, he is. He's he's making a comeback in a weird, different kind of way, and I, and I absolutely love it. Um, he's a cult figure. He's a cult figure. I mean, um, yeah. And the people my age and older who remember him when he was, you know, the creme de la creme, like mm-hmm. kind of like what could have been if he wouldn't have been a gambling, drinking fool. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, it's true. I mean, people even yeah. like Tiger say like the guy's got more talent. There's some great stories where, you know, JD says that like Tiger looks at him and says, John, if I had your talent, I wouldn't have to practice like that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Cause the legend of John Daly is apparently you know, massive. He really is just like a savant. Um, it'll be interesting to see how I mean, we're going to be old enough to watch the next generation. You know, little John is playing college golf at Arkansas. He's yeah. got an NIL deal with Hooters, which I think is a hoot yeah. unintended. Uh, yeah, right. And I'm wondering what life's going to be like for Charlie Woods because he's obviously yeah. a talented golfer. He's skilled, um, you know, a- everything going his way. If he wants it, maybe he doesn't want it. You know, yeah. he could, he, you know, I could, you could also see where, and no, that I, I'm trying to talk myself into something, but <laughs> watching him play with his dad and then like you see the videos, all the mannerisms and how he does everything the way that his pops does. Yeah. Uh, I look, I, I, I look forward to seeing, you know, whether he does make it. I think there, I think, I think that those are the kind of storylines that we have ahead. Um, oh, yeah, we got, yeah, we're gonna be around. Sorry, for a but while. back to the live. I just, I just derped <laughs> out. Well, because then my mind comes in twenty years is live so big that somebody like a Charlie Woods goes, I'm gonna, I don't want, I don't want to follow in my dad's footsteps and be compared yeah, to it for the rest it, of my life. My own. I want to, yeah, like. I doubt it. He's golf royalty, but I mean, you never know. The kid's 14. Maybe by the time he's 24, 25, especially as young men and young women get older. And I don't want to be compared to my parents. I want to go maybe, you know, chart my own path. Maybe it's one of those things where, yeah, you offered my dad 800 million. He said, no, I don't have 800 million. You know, I mean, yeah. and, <laughs> and dad ain't giving me 800 million million. So, <laughs> Like the shack deal, yeah, yeah. I get two. I heard him say two degree, two degrees before you get any of my cheese. That's what he tells his kids. You got to have either two, you know, two bachelors, a bachelor's and a master's. You got to have two college mm-hmm. degrees in your own line of business before you get any of his money. I was like, damn, fair enough. Okay, good on you. That's you got to teach somehow, I guess. Um, but look, I thought it was a good PGA season as a whole. It seems like it went super fast. Maybe it's because we 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 got this show going, but the season seems like it absolutely flew by. This whole year seems like it's flying by. So maybe that's just me a me problem. Um, but I am now excited to see if if the live tour can fill a void of having some golf to watch here in, in this quote unquote off se- off season. And look, we are gonna we're we're gonna. You know, I'm call, I call this episode the PGA season finale because we are going to be entering kind of our pivot season here. We're going to still kind of bring you the latest news, obviously, from the PGA world, the live world, the the battle between them and that world. Um, 
but we're going to pivot to some real life stuff. We're going to pivot to some football, some regional stuff here in the New England area. So if you are watching us from your Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, you know, anywhere up here in New England uh, or close by, um, look, we want to, we want to talk about stories that matter to all of you guys too. So we're going to be pivoting for a little while here until the PGA can pick it back up so that we can, uh, uh, bring you all of that latest, uh, the, the good stuff there and the, the betting stuff and, and really bring the, the, the hammer for that season. We're going to find some guests and we're going to have a good time, but yeah, so this is going to be a pivot point of the season. Um, if you're going to go out to see the live tour, look for us out there. Both of us will be out there Friday. I'll be out there Saturday. Um, look for us. We're going to, we're going to continue this Keegan Bradley, uh, signed photo giveaway. Keegs! Which I have right here in my hands. So you can see there, authenticated. Such a good visor. Um, and he's known for it for sure. So uh, we're going to continue that through the weekend. Um, so and part of the way you can enter, you meet us out there. Uh, we'll, we'll get you entered into that tournament. So make sure you look for us, uh, me, Andrew, Bud. Um, yeah, we'll be around. So it's going to be fun. And it sounds like the end of the show that we still got another half hour. I just felt like I needed to bring that up before I forgot about it because I'm really. I think you should. To did Hideki? Did Hideki go to live? I don't. I hadn't heard that. Hideki Matsuyama. I, he's been slips away from live golf as. What? I, Hold on. Hideki Matsuyama slips away from live golf as more big names bolt. Another week, another defection. According to multiple mm-hmm. sources, Matsuyama would have landed a nine-figure deal had he gone. Okay. Okay. So he's not bad. going. He bad. was the seventh. I kept on hearing the number seven float around sure. as how many people are going, but it's Joaquin Neiman, uh, Mark Leishman, Cam Smith. Uh, yeah. Cameron Chim- Tringale, yeah, Harold Varner the third, and yep. it's Anurban Lahiri. And Lahiri, thank you. Yeah, so, so he would have been the seventh. Okay, he would have been the seventh. And I, I'm sitting here looking at because believe it or not, we're gonna. Well, I, I call this year because I absolutely dog stomped your ass in DK points uh, <laughs> once we started keeping track. But we're gonna clean yes, it up and tidy it up once we started keeping track. <laughs> Once, uh, hey, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. I know. Uh, but we're gonna re- we're gonna press reset because we're I mean we're back live in two weeks. I mean for tonight, yep. uh, the twenty two twenty three schedule starts uh, in, out in Napa in mid September. September fifteenth is the well, when we kick things off. We'll have to check the availability of um, DK contests though, because if my memory is serving me correctly, I believe they take a break from offering. Uh, Probably with football. Yeah, so I think they take a break. I could be wrong. Um, I know they still, they've been, I I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe they changed this year because now they're offering the DP World Tour. They're offering Corn Ferry. So they're offering more. So maybe they do pick up those of these early season PGA events coming up. Um, But we'll keep an eye out for that. Goocher went, right? Taylor Gooch? Yeah, Gooch. He's he's over there. He's part of of the lawsuit. All right, so this is what I was getting at. I look at I'm looking at next year's schedule, and I started glancing over at the defending champion uh, column. <laughs> and so, you know, starting at the top and hang in there with me because it, it does take a minute, not yeah. that long. But so, I mean, the defending champs: Max Homa sticking around, Sam Burns, you yep. know, uh, Sung J M, Hideki. That's where I was like, is he gone? Nope. Rory, Lucas Herbert, Victor Hovland, Jason Kokrak. So Kokrak gone, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Taylor Gooch gone. Yep. So Ho- Hovland's still around. Kevin Na and Jason Kokrak, the team gone. event gone. Cameron Smith gone. Yep. H- uh, Hideki was about to leave. Hudson Swafford yep. gone. 
Luke List, Tom Hoagie, Scotty Scheffler, Joaquin Neiman, gone. Sepp Straka, Ryan Brown, Scotty Shamlin, Cameron Smith, gone. Sam Burns, gone. Scotty, Chad, JJ Spawn, Scotty Jordan, Cantlay, Rom, Homa, Cage Lee, Burns, Horschel. And actually, now that I'm looking at it, now, now is when they all like had already left and nobody except for, yeah. So it, we, I am, and I'm guilty of this doing the whole, Oh, it's nothing but the over the hill guys. It's nothing but the people in the twilight of their mm-hmm. careers. Not really. It's, no, it's actually it's <laughs> just, a lot of up and comers. A lot of guys who see this opportunity now, Yeah, the whole thing about, we want to grow the game of golf. I did see a very funny meme floating around and it was a fake letter from somebody. And it's like, dear Greg, right. It was a back and forth. It was a text between him, this fictitious person and Greg Norman. Yep. It's like, I'm, 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 you know, I'm really talented. I'm super excited about, you know, what you're doing at live. And I'd love an opportunity to, you know, to really grow the game with you guys. And Greg writes back and was like, sorry, you know, our new thing is basically super exclusive. We only have a certain number of spots and they've only gone to the yeah. highest people or the most popular, blah, blah, blah you know, best of luck. And the guy writes back, well, how do you know, are there any ways for me to get on the live tour? And he's like, yeah, you know, just go to one of the other major world tours, either the DP world tour, PGA tour, or anything like that. Win a bunch, make a name for yourself, make a bunch of money over there. And then possibly you'll have a chance to come over here. And it was the snarky back and forth where I was like, I see what you're doing here. And to their credit, that's what they wanted all along, right? Let's go poach the top people with money. Well, yeah. I didn't exactly get everybody they wanted, but it does look like they are poaching a bunch of talent. The The coda yeah. to all of this is the beauty of golf is unless you are Tiger or, you know, of that ilk, you're a dime a dozen. You're a person who can shoot, you know, low numbers under under high pressure. And I say a dime a dozen, you know, tongue in cheek. Yes, professional golf is fucking hard. Yeah. Um, but there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of professional golfers out there who on any given Sunday, pun intended, the, the putter gets hot and their mm-hmm. life changes. So I, I kind of get the opportunistic take of Cam Smith saying, I want to fish more and I want to be in Australia more. And this is a buttload of money. How could I, Har- Harold sure. Barner, well, how could I pass up this kind of money? It's too good. I get that. Um, I, and I just think that people like Patrick Reed, are going to once again be the butt of our fucking jokes because, Oh, I don't want to play as much golf. Well, now you're going to have to play twice as much golf just to survive. Yeah. Cause not just the PGA tour live next mm-hmm. year. They're going to like 14 events. These guys are all yeah. under contract to play in them all. Um, granted they are three day events and they're global. Sure. Uh, I'm sure in, in the accommodations are dope and it is spaced out and that's kind of cool. Yeah, but what else are they doing for live in the meantime, too? There's got to be uh, – they, they can't just be those three days of golf tournament. There's got to be some other obligations, especially in the growing phase right now. I would assume there's stuff that we just don't know yet. Oh, well, I'm sure they play pro-ams and, like we were saying, like corporate outings and, you know, yeah, hey, yeah. This is, these people are investors. Will you go schmooze them for a few minutes? I got to blow my nose again. I'm sorry. I'm going to mute That's myself. Fine. That's fine. I appreciate the mute, though. That's fantastic of you to do that. Uh, but – um, what was I just going to say? What, what's interesting about about the live because you because you bring up the investors and whatnot. What's interesting about the live coming here? Something that um you know when I told uh, my mother that we were, we were going to be going out there, she, her first question was, you know, are you going to be safe? Is there going to be protesters? And I said, oh, I'm going to be like, no, I don't think I had, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. But it, but it, it's funny because I guess uh, just the other day, um, out there at in Bolton. 
a, a wedding party was mistaken by police for protesters because they were staying in tents on their property next to the international and the police were walking the course and walked through the woods because they saw the tents, woke them all up, and then we had to say sorry. Like, we thought you guys were protesters waiting to, you know, come in and, and slam this place. And it was just a bunch of wedding party guests, probably drunk and hung over. That's funny. That's funny as shit, actually. <laughs> um, you know, that's the the right to protest in our country does exist. It's, it, yep. you know, it's built in. But it also, there's a time and place for all of it. And so you know, you get permits, you do things the right way. And if the town that you're in says you can stand outside the gates of that country club and, you know, do your thing. Great. Yeah. If you're crashing certain scenarios, I've never been a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have your, you do have a right to your feelings and whatnot, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have a right to exercise them in my face at all times. Uh, <laughs> That's a great way. No, I'm, I'm a bit serious. It's like, you know, it's a big, it's a big world. There's plenty yeah, yeah. of space for all of us. And so, uh, so that 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 is interesting though that they're they've got to be on on high guard like that because of the publicity around it and the mm-hmm. and the potential for it. I mean that's the thing is if this wasn't legit, if this wasn't real, it wouldn't be getting this kind of this kind of attention and this kind of um, up and armedness, so to yeah. speak. So so do you expect get, to see any type of pro? Because I'm not, I don't think I, no. I expect to see any out there. I, I don't. First of all, Bolton, Bolton is you know just outside yeah. of bumfuck, right? Like it's not exactly a thriving right. metropolis. I used, to town. Live, I used to live like two towns over from there. So <laughs> right is yeah that's ex- exactly. So I mean it's, it's quiet. A beautiful. Yeah, so quiet and sleepy. Um, <laughs> the international is is kind of on the up and up. You know, you know the mm-hmm. local stories about how it was beautiful, then it kind of went downhill, and now it's on the rise again. There's a great opportunity yeah. for them to showcase it. Uh, and, and it, it appears to me like, you know, it's just going to be some good golf, you know, par 70, yeah. 6,900 yards, nothing too fancy, a lot of new, you know, but what, what we learned from the country club and the U S open was new England style golf is that it's unassuming on the scorecard. Yes. And then you get on the tee and you're like, well, damn it. I can't, I can't hit it any more than a buck 80. Cause you yeah. know, there's a cliff or something. There's a freaking so, pine tree. <laughs> yeah. It, it, which I, 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 that's kind of what I'm jazzed about. You got these international golfers who maybe are used to link style golf, or maybe they're used to Florida because yeah. that's where they live uh, most of the time. This is woods, uh, wood style. <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, tree, especially out there on Bolton. Like that's a lot of, a lot of coverage out there. Uh, I don't I, think we'll see it. I, they, they're going to be there. Cause I guarantee you at this point now, um, they they have gone to there's there's going to be some protesters that have gone to every single one and I guarantee you that's probably who they were looking for uh, in the woods. Mm-hmm. So will we see them? Sure. Will it affect or impact you know my experience? Probably not. And they are they are capping uh, red sixty five hundred spectators each day. So I mean and I, I don't know if that is out of any other like require like maybe it's this yeah. size that they can accommodate. Maybe they're just saying listen we're not trying to make this you know any any bigger than it needs to be. Uh, but I well, do know it, might, that, be, it know, might be a town ordinance thing, honestly, because it, Bolton it is be. that type of town. It's a smaller town. It's it's I believe where the international is. It's not far from like neighborhoods. Like so, I think it's it might yeah, be, a, be parking issues and you know, like yeah, you said, it, it might be yeah. a town ordinance kind of thing, honestly. So when we get there, which we yeah we we, we should probably talk about that tomorrow. This is gonna be fun. Um, yes. Which we will be able to start bringing you content tomorrow because we will have uh, access to the the press yeah, conference tom- starting all tomorrow. Those, I was about to say all those guys, all those new guys yeah. that we just names we just dropped. They're all on the yep, on the they're all, they're all available, including Bubba's also available in that in that uh, that media day tomorrow as well. 
That's um, right. Bubba from Baghdad is coming to start his kind of rah-rah cheerleading. Um, you know, I'm here for morale, which again, guy like Bubba, you know, he, when I say Bubba from Baghdad, look it up. Baghdad, Florida. Again, it's a little yeah. panhandle town. Yeah, you're not making, you're not making a, a, an off color joke here. It's a legitimate. No, it's, it's yeah. No H in it though. I think it's, <laughs> it's just B-A-G-D-A-D yeah. uh, a couple hours from Tallahassee. So, you know, he talks about like, I'm just Bubba, you know, this, I'm just a kid, you know, he's like, I'm a dumb redneck from North Florida. You know, he kind of makes those self-deprecating comments. Um, so for him to be like, listen, this is a cool, exciting, he's always, once he got his temper under control and realized that, you know, life is okay and he's going to be okay. And his, his wife and his caddy actually did a lot of work with him back in the day. Uh, once that got there for Bubba and he became kind of like fun Bubba, although he is a little yeah. filled up ish at times but i think he leans into it he knows that he's kind of that dorky cool um once i saw that he was excited about this too in, in his comments about really really wanting to explore this team concept and this idea i do think that there's i i think that there's something to it i don't know if it's gonna stick around i don't know i mean because after this first wave how long do you have these guys? What if, what if like 20 of the 48 golfers just have the shittiest year ever? I mean, it happens. Jordan Spieth a couple mm-hmm. of years ago dropped from like number two in the world to like a hundred, like 278. What yeah. if that happens all at the same time? They don't exactly have a deep bench uh, unless well, what's, they do. What's, what's nice about that though, is that if 20 of the you know 48 have a shitty uh, year, are you really going to notice? Because out of only Why? Four, someone, someone's, someone's anywhere. Well, no, what I'm saying is someone's still going to win. And it might be big if 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 just I know half the field, you know just about half the field is playing badly. You know, with golf, you can easily say, "Oh, the course must be hard." They're all playing bad. You know what I mean? It all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. It's, will you really notice? And you know, when you with the PGA, when you have you know three hundred so uh, you know so on, how how many guys are even on tour with tour cards right now? But you have like a possible of like three hundred or so guys who can play in a lot of these tournaments. 150, 156 actually in the tournament, you know, you're going to notice when the guys you're used to seeing all week start to play bad. You might not notice it as much with Liv if they all start playing bad. Huh. Are you saying if everybody just like, if everybody gains weight, then nobody's going to notice we all got fat? <laughs> well, I don't think we, we oh, missed no. that. I'm, I think, I'm, we're, I'm, I think I'm, we're a little too keen on that. You know, I did not miss uh, Tom Brady's facial structure change all of a sudden after that 11 days off. I don't know if you noticed those pictures, but. <laughs> I think that's some of the greatest conspiracy theory stuff going on. Look, since I, I saw I saw that picture. So uh, um, Brendan Glasheen from over on DraftKings, he posted a picture of Tom Brady or video a video clip actually of Tom Brady at a press conference. And I saw the video, I looked at the face, and I just commented back to him where I said, "When did his face become skeletal? Like what? <laughs> what happened?" And it, it's Dude. look, there's there's a little smoke there. Just saying. Either that or he's just stressed out of his mind because Could he was be supposed that. to be on vacation relaxing with the family. And so he's doing his duty, but inside his, you know, he's just dying because he wants to be at, at training camp. Yeah. Um, oh, listen, don't. <laughs> All right. That, that so face is weird we, now though. I'm telling you, it's a weird face. <laughs> so Rory, Rory wins, Rory wins the FedEx cup. We got live mm-hmm. on, we got live on Friday. We got, more importantly, we got college football on Saturday with mm-hmm. Georgia and, and Oregon at three thirty. Um, I don't know. Georgia's getting seventeen and a half, and I'm I always hedge, pun intended. Again, Georgia plays between the hedges. I always hedge when, when, with any kind of confidence with them because 
it's it's college football and it's too personal. Um, yeah. I have that's I have really, interesting. I have really no stakes There's, in college football. My team. What is, is your problem? Boston College is my team. There is no no stakes in it for me really. There's plenty of room on the Georgia bandwagon <laughs> as, you know, as, as an alumnus, uh, I'm, I am, ent- I am, I think entitled to one, if not two honorary seats. If you want to become a bulldog, we're more than welcome to have you. Uh, Same thing. If you'd like to be on the West Virginia, Wesleyan Bobcats bandwagon division two, we'll, we'll take you. Did <laughs> West Virginia Wesleyan. <laughs> yeah. I could get behind that. Can we, uh, I told you years ago, my favorite, my favorite bowl of all time, uh, and I still want to get the shirt, was the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. That was when the the, the college mm-hmm. bowl games really started going overboard with their branding and just letting everything yeah. kind of go to shit. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, I want to go back to Liv for a second because, A, I, 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 might, I might geek out and buy some swag. I'm kind of one of those gearheads where <laughs> – what what if what if this is the last live event ever? Which no, it's not. I think they just said that um, the season-ending championship is going to be at Trump's course down in Florida, maybe, uh, okay. or another or another one of his properties. I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, that was the one, the wild card. They were like, yeah, there's going to be one in October. We just don't know where it's going to be, and I think it's going to be there. Like, can't call it tour championship. They're just season-ending, yeah, yeah. you know, event. Um, their party. <laughs> But when we get out there, is there anything, is there any, like, I would honestly, again, uh, you know, high school, old high school teammate, Hudson Swafford would love just to say hi to him and be like, Hey, oh, go yeah. dogs, you know, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. But, but like, that's a personal thing on a professional yeah. level. I'm actually, I'm jazz. I'm jazz to see Dustin. Look at me geeking out. I'm jazz to see Dustin Johnson. I'm jazz to see Brooks Kepka. I'm jazz to see couldn't care less about Cameron Tringale. No offense to Cameron Tringale. I want to see Mullet Man. I want to see you know. I want to see what some of these guys look like in person. As weird as that sounds, but you know, like it's just you see them on TV and you just to see them in person. Just I don't know, makes them more human. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm really first. I saw Nick Faldo. Nick Faldo is built like a brick shit house. He is six three and like built like a doorway. Same thing with Greg Norman. Greg Norman is. I mean, he's like a, he is like a doorway. So um, is Faldo just is Faldo just behind the desk for them, or is he walking the course? Faldo's not out there. I was just thinking of he's not out there, Faldo. Okay. No, he's not out there. I was just thinking of golfers the first time I saw them, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, like, you're huge. Uh, because uh, David Faherty is going to be uh, – he's out there walking the that, course for him. I'm sorry. That's that's who I meant. You said – I meant David Faherty, not Nick Faldo. David Faherty. Um, he's listen, who went Mr., over there. Mr. Uh, that's his, that's him on Twitter, <laughs> Faratwit. He's He's hilarious. He is again when he he so he goes right. I think yeah. Gary Ford's over there. I mean, they've got some characters who are worth tuning into. Yeah, I just I still don't know if the it, but the reason people aren't tuning in is because it goes back to what are they playing for? It's still, it it yeah. feels like an exhibition, but I guarantee you the players are going. Well, of course it's going to feel like an exhibition in the first year because it's the first year. Like this is the first time we've done it. Now next year, there you know, there's something on the line. There's going to be some more consistency. I think. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden they they this becomes successful enough to where you do have a sub league where there's relegation. All right, you got your 48 live players, and then you're going to have three teams. So 12 players are going to rotate down to this like five team league down here where you can perpetually be playing mm-hmm. golf professionally 
you know, maybe it, you know, that I could see it growing in that manner because there's no dearth of golfers. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no shortage of talented golfers who want to do this for a living. So I'm glad you brought that up though, because that has been a question on that's been out there this week is that what is going to happen to some of these, um, these lower name guys who've gone out there so far and played well on the live, but now that more guys are coming over and, you know, they, they cut it at 48 per event. Like what is going to happen to these guys? Are they just going to have to sit out and not get paid? Or like, what's, what's the deal? Like, so, no, so I guess that's one question. What do you think is going to happen to them too? I think a way to, to solve that would be the relegation idea. I love that idea. I love relegation in any sport. I just love what <laughs> it's it, it it relegation is um, wonderful. But but it could lead to like say they do get big enough. What would stop Liv from going out and acquiring? I'm not saying a specific tour, but uh, on the same level of like a Corn Ferry tour and have that league be the relegated league, and then that gives everybody on that tour an automatic chance to move up to you know what I mean? Like something like that is a built-in player. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's well, I think that's what I think that's what they're so Chase Kepka is going to be the inaugural member of this whatever this fictitious league that we're making up. <laughs> But he's the but he's the case he's case in point. He probably he got there. Well, Chase Kepka. By the way, he is a professional golfer. He's a damn good golfer. I think he's yeah. on the. He's, you know, he's played in a handful of uh, events over the years, and so it's not like he just got there because he's Brooks's brother. But I'm sure it was a package not, yeah. deal, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was kind of like you know, yeah, I'm going to sign with you, and my uncle's going to be the new strength coach kind of deal. Uh, <laughs> he is a you know he's a strength coach, but he just wasn't the one you were looking for until you came. So. Yeah. Chase is going to be part of that 12 man, you know, roster. Like you said that maybe, maybe it's not, maybe it's bigger than that. Maybe it is all 16. Now you have to have relegation style, but saying that, like you said, if all of a sudden there's injuries, then can you go down from that league and bring somebody up that calling it up from the majors or if I own so much. Their whole format hinges on twelve four-man teams. So there's gotta be, like you said, if there's an injury pops up, there's gotta be like a call-up system. So that okay, so twelve four man teams, the Niblicks, again, going to what I think they're not I think what they've talked about their long term vision is the Niblicks is going to be owned by business businessman X, yep. and the Niblicks will officially sign six players, seven players, you know, they'll put a cap I on see, it. I see what you're and saying. You so only it becomes start. like an yeah. team. Yeah. So the Niblicks might have seven players. And you, you know, all right, next week we're at this course. We know that you, you, and you, and you do well on this course. We're sending you out there. And then you've got your DJ, you know, your stud that's going to mm-hmm. be out there every week, no matter what, maybe your team captain. That's the long-term, you know, idea for this is to try to turn it into something like that. Cause that answers the question of what do you do when somebody gets hurt? Well, you know, you've got a bench of three guys right here. Sure. So maybe you have seven players to make a four or six players to make a four team. And maybe everybody, maybe everybody's got to play a minimum. Uh, everybody's got to play 75% play of the rounds, or, you rounds know. or something. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but it brings up another, but that, but that, okay. Cause that brings up another good point then, which could come to the, the whole lid and PGA coexisting Do then those, multi-million dollar team owners turn around and say no because you're now my asset that i have a contract with you i'm not letting you go play on another tour i want you for my yes. events and my events only you know what i mean yes just that the changes, same way that changes just the, the same world. way that if you're if you're playing if you're if you're under contract for a team in the premier league yep. that team has to give permission before you go and do a spot on the bundesliga and, and they get or, financially you know compensated for that time yeah, and, yeah that's that's the direction it's heading where mm-hmm. 
because and that's kind of where Jay Moynihan has a point. No, you made your choice. You want to go play over there, go play over there. Yeah. And that that's how it's going to be. We're, you're not going to use what we do to kind of get ahead. Um, I don't think it's shitty or shady that they were trying to coordinate with the majors and say, keep these guys. It's lobbying. It's that's a, you sure. know, it's, it, that's all it is, is calling people up and saying, I hear this is going on. Here's what we think you should do. And I'm sure it sounds more... worse than it actually is to the fact that they're doing that. But when you stop and really think about it, you're 100 percent right. They're, just, they're trying to gauge where everybody is before they yeah. make decisions, before they you know fire their fastball off. Like They got to know where the people that they've done business with, like what how they feel about the situation. And I get and I get I I get the the players and live being like, what the hell, man? You know, like we should be able to go play wherever we want, whenever we want. I get that to a point, but if they were sitting in the commissioner's chair, yeah, you know, it, that's why it's kind of like, don't, it's, it's tough to pass judgment on anybody for taking the stances they want. If you take a second and put yourself in their shoes, commissioner Jay Moynihan, what's the best move for him to do? Yeah. Draw a line in the sand because if he were to say, sure, come one, come all, let's mm-hmm. be honest. It doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out that cool top 60 players. We're all going to sign contracts with live. Yeah. And so unless it's a major or the Arnold Palmer or the players or the Memorial, we're going to be over there doing that. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so that's where, yeah, that's where the TGL is coming. That's where the increased purses are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically enough, somebody was doing the math, a guy like Rory traditionally plays 14, 15 times a year max. That's mm-hmm. his minimum now in the new, under the new structure. Yeah. And the players are not saying they want to play less. They'll, they'll play 20 times a year. They just want 20 times a year. At, at the, with the greatest test that they can get. And I've heard well, and some I'm sure they want to be, you know, paid for 20 times per tournament you know, as well. I'm sure that that's a part of it too. They want to make sure if we're going to be forced to play more, we want to well, make sure there's more on the line that we can earn. Yeah, because again, no disrespect to, I'll just say player X who's ranked, you know, hundredth in, uh, you know, they tee it up 20 times. Jordan Spieth tees it up 20 times. Who's moving the needle for the tour a little bit. You have to factor yeah. that in. This still is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's going to be one that with, with this new, with this new setup with what the PGA tour is offering with this new Monday night league that I am mm-hmm. so fracking pumped for. I don't think like, we're going to have to do, we're going to have to, we're going to have to watch it live for the first one and just kind of, yeah, and, I, and we're going to, and I got to look more into the exact specifics of how it's going to go and everything. Cause I do, and we're not going to have the time tonight to talk about it. If you know it all already, um, it sounded very interesting though, to me, I just got to find the time. I can give you, t- I'll give you, I'll give you 20 seconds of it. Monday nights, two hours, virtual golf with a real live in-house short game facility for those parts. And so that's, that's the kind of nuts and bolts where they are going to they're they're just going to basically kind of make it like e esports meets top golf meets uh you know the golf mm-hmm. simulator and it's going to be we'll see we'll see how it works could be a fucking bust it could be the thing that bridges the gap for sports fans between January and March so um, yeah. all i know is that this upcoming friday we're going to be out there early go ahead and follow yes, click subscribe uh, look for us out there consistently. It's going yeah. to be a big, a big weekend for divots and pivots for belly up. We're we're super, super excited to go out to Bolton, Mass, and fly yes, the upside are. down pig. We are we are going to be live on every platform you can think of at some point during the day. It live, I mean, but with video, with photos, with posts, whatever, whatever we can do without uh, getting with, kicked out. 
Exactly. We'll be on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Everything's going to be posted everywhere. So you, if if you're listening to us anywhere, you won't miss out. Um, if we can find a way to put together some sort of quick, uh, you know, video where we, we give you some sort of breakdown of what's going on there, whether it's at the end of the day or whatnot, we're going to find a way to get you guys as much possible content live from the course. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to try to meet people, try to get them on camera. We're going to we're going to do whatever we can. So keep an eye out. We don't even know how exciting it could be. So the unknown is exciting. <laughs> the unknown I is lost exciting. My, I lost my train of thought there for a second, honestly. So <laughs> it just kind of faded off. <laughs> I am just I, – I just – I want my allergies to clear up before we go. And I think they will. We, there's big storms coming through, but I digress. Yep. Live. I mean, we got live then we got a week to talk about football and then we got a week to talk about golf again and then more football and then more golf, the president's cup and everything's coming right around the corner. Um, there's going to be plenty of divots and pivots to get you to the next golf season. Yes. And if you, um, if, if you are into football, go to the belly at fantasy sports.com website. You'll see my latest article where I break down the, the season, uh, from a fantasy perspective for the new England Patriots. I was not kind to them in there. So make sure to go read that on fantasy, uh, belly at fantasy sports.com. You'll truth also- gun to your truth gun to your head. Do the Pats make the playoffs again? No, they're going to be seven and 10. Um, yeah. No, I'm down on them hard after this off season. So, uh, eight, nine, yeah. if, eight and nine, if it goes well. Yeah. That, so I started the season saying of uh, the off season saying like right around draft, I was saying, okay, they'll, they'll probably like a nine and eight team. I could see them maybe depending on how the AFC goes, they sneak in. Uh, but with the way the AFC West is, I don't see how you, you can, but you never know. Uh, but with the way the preseason's gone, the way camp has gone, no, no, it's seven and nine or whatever Bill the, we the trust. turns out to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be, not going to be seven and 10. I think, sorry. Seven and 10 is what I said. Um, but, yeah, so go check that out, bellyupfantasysports.com, uh, my preview, fantasy preview for the season of the Patriots. And my draft rankings will be up either sometime tonight or tomorrow morning. They've been submitted. I'm just waiting for them to get posted. So check that out. Those will be updated weekly once the season gets going. So always go back, check out uh, to fantasy, bellyupfantasysports.com <clears throat> for all your content throughout the season as well. And that's going to do it for us tonight until – you see us again on Friday, bright and early, from the International, bringing you live, live, tour golf. Live live, love. Live live, live live, whatever. But uh, we're going to let uh, Bud get some sleep here, uh, cuddle up with his Frack. tissues and, uh, and end the night. So, as always, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on Friday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.